You are listening to Bloomberg Business Week. Jason Kelly and Paul Sweeney here wrapping up a Friday show. And who better to do it with than our pal Aaron Levy? He is the co-founder and CEO of Box, joining us on the phone from California. Aaron, how are you? How are things out there? Because it's a, uh, it's been quite a week. Yeah, it's um, uh, you know certainly in a lot of contexts been quite a week, and um, you know we're, uh, we're we're hanging in there. Um, fortunately, we're able to avoid the impact of the fires, but um, you know no question a lot going on in California and across the country right now. Yeah, and so tell us, you know, you give an update to your investors this week. Reported earnings. What's the big thing that you think people should be taking away there? Yeah, we're, we're very happy about the, the performance in um, in Q2. We were able to beat on um, you know every metric that we guide to and consensus on uh, revenue growth, um, operating margin, uh, EPS, and billings. So we're we're happy about the performance in Q2. Um, we're really driving uh, steady growth, delivered about eight eleven percent um, year over year revenue growth, and um, and over fifteen percent operating margin. Um, uh, in the business, and that's up from about zero percent a year ago. So, uh, you know, very steep increase in operating margins uh, for the company, which has been just a, a path we've been on to try and better balance growth and profitability. And then uh, we were able to raise guidance for the second half around both uh, revenue and uh, our profitability targets. So, Aaron, uh, your company, other uh, tech companies, particularly those uh, with cloud uh, exposure, really putting up some good numbers uh, in the last quarter and even obviously before that. Some concern, as I talked to some tech investors, is that maybe you and some other tech companies are pulling some of that revenue or that revenue is being pulled from next year as companies really try to ramp up their, uh, their tech stack to cope with the changing work style. Is that a concern that next year could be weaker than maybe expected as some of the revenue is pulled forward? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure there are examples of that um, uh, in, uh, in in some particular software categories. It's hard to make a general statement um, across the, uh, the, the the cloud category um, uh, and industry uh, broadly. Um, and the the reason I think you're seeing so much growth right now is that these markets um, were often actually far larger than what most investors and the market generally realized. And, you know, if you take a product like Zoom or Slack. Uh, or WebEx or these types of technologies, you know, we're, we're used to thinking about enterprise software as maybe being able to, to be used by tens of millions of knowledge workers that come into large corporations. And yet today, when you have billions of people on the internet, whether that's for healthcare reasons or home uh, schooling reasons or being able to work from anywhere, um, you have billions and billions of potential users of these uh, technologies, and you have a, a set of um, products and services, whether it's, again, you know, companies like Zoom or Salesforce or Microsoft that have been around for a long time and they can they are really in a strong position to go and serve these customers. So I think you have much larger markets than what people realize. And so even though there has been a an accelerant to growth in, in some cases in, um, in in some of these product lines, you're also going to continue to see them go in and, uh, and reach the full potential of their TAM over the, the coming years. So I think there's still a lot of growth left in a lot of these product categories. And so, Aaron, when you think about different verticals that you guys serve, you know, the pandemic has has laid bare a lot of weaknesses through no fault of of people's own uh, with this. In terms of your customers, where are you seeing strength? Where are you seeing weakness? I think, you know, we're we're seeing a lot of strength in sectors like financial services, healthcare, life sciences, professional services, the technology and digital sectors. Um, even retailers that are experiencing growth right now or consumer brands. 
you know, any company right now that is able to either work remotely or serve their customers via, you know, uh, social distance measures um, are probably companies right now that are investing in digital technologies. They're investing in the cloud because they have to keep their operations running. They have to keep their operations resilient, and they're looking for cloud platforms to be able to help them do that. If you look at Salesforce's last quarter this week, which was obviously you know one of the strongest quarters they've ever put yeah. up as a company, but now at a five billion dollar a quarter scale was was almost unprecedented. Um, you're seeing still the market demand for these types of technologies, where companies can go and better serve their customers, better em- empower their employees, and run their operations in a more resilient way. Um, companies that can go in and deliver on those types of experiences for their clients are going to do well in this environment. That leads a lot of uh, uh, organizations to to really going in, and investing in uh, cloud technology. Aaron Levy, CEO at Box, you are staying with us. We'll talk to you more about what is going on in the world of technology. Again, Jason, we're seeing in the marketplace technology continuing to drive this market. Some of the performance of these companies with cloud exposure yeah. has been extraordinary. It's not just the pandemic. It's pre-pandemic as well. And companies going public, tech companies actually yep. going public, a lot of them uh, in many ways. So we're going to talk to Aaron yeah. Levy about that and much more. You know, Jason, as we just heard about just today, there's been some real winners and losers here from an economic perspective, from a business perspective, from this pandemic. We had Andy Alexander, the CEO of Red Roof on, uh, just kind of highlighting the challenges facing uh, the hotel motel yeah. business. Uh, Aaron Levy, CEO of Box, he rejoins us here. And the technology industry, many of the verticals within tech have really been uh, beneficiaries of kind of how business is changing, life is changing. Uh, it's really fascinating. Aaron, love to see, to get your thoughts all about how you think the funding environment is for the technology industry these days. Again, one could argue that many of the verticals uh, in technology are, in fact, clear winners and beneficiaries economically, business uh, process-wise, from uh, this this pandemic. Is it a good time to raise private capital here, venture capital in the tech space? I think it's um, it's definitely a, uh, you know probably a tale of two cities in terms of there's. There's uh, uh, absolutely some companies where they're very primed uh, because of the market environment where they have products or services that will help companies run more effectively or consumer services that are in high demand. Of course, it's, it's hard to make a general statement across all of technology because you do have you know, s- some startups that are in the travel space and other categories that might be more directly impacted because of COVID. But in general, uh, it's, it's certainly if you are aligned with where the trends are going from a digital acceleration standpoint, um, it uh, it definitely uh, you know could be a great time to be a startup right now. So, Aaron, I do want to maybe take it in a slightly different direction and talk to you about being a CEO right now because I, I think and, and we talked a little bit about this. I think the last time you you were with us and you were very thoughtful about it. You know, sort of leading a team right now, choosing your spots in terms of when to be outspoken, when to take a stand. I feel like more pressure in some ways is on leaders and specifically CEOs and specifically CEOs of publicly traded companies to take a stand on things, whether they're social justice issues or others. How do you assess that and and how do you deal with it as a leader? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's uh, certainly no question with the rise of social media, the fact that, that, um, you know, companies have to take on greater responsibility with their broader communities. Uh, Also the fact that at this point kind of politics and, um, and corporate success are almost intertwined when you think about world trade, uh, if you think about immigration reform, if you think about the health of our, of our communities. Uh, these are no longer just domains of the government or just uh, domains of, of uh, you know, purely the political sphere. 
Uh, these are issues that affect our, our employees and our communities and our ability to succeed as businesses. So I do think this is an environment, especially given the multitude of challenges, whether it's the healthcare crisis, racial injustice, um, uh, and other issues going on, that, um, uh, that, that CEOs especially, but, but companies uh, do have to step up and do have to make sure that the, the views of their employees are well represented and that, they're, you know, that, that, that we're able to you know, push forward, hopefully, a vision for the future that um, that's going to be able to make our businesses and communities be able to thrive. So it's a, it's an environment where um, you do have to step up as a, as a CEO or a leader because of the fact that these, these issues are just too important to be silent about. And are, how, they, are these issues, uh, they could have some real business ramifications for lots of different industries. Does it rise to the board level as well? Does a board come to you and say, hey, Andy, how are you and the company dealing with some of these issues, whether it's you know, how you're dealing with your workforce, diversity, so on and so forth, trade issues? How exposed are we to some of these countries where there may be some trade disputes? Does it go up to the board level? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the board, uh, at least, you know, for, for our company is, uh, on, you know, always having ongoing conversations around things like diversity and inclusion. Um, you know, how do we make sure that we're building up a, a company that has a resilient talent pool, uh, you know, getting given the, the, you know, dynamics from an immigration standpoint? Um, it, you know, I think the, the I think the board and investors uh, look uh, to uh, CEOs to make sure to have a clear perspective and a clear stance on where their company stands on these issues. I've I've had uh, numerous uh, public market investors reach out saying, you know, thank you for taking a stand on immigration and thank you taking for taking a stand on uh, some of these social issues because uh, you know ultimately uh, businesses can't succeed, we can't thrive, and we can't build um, you know uh, uh, you know strong organizations if if the community around us is in um, is in you know a state of duress and and if we have you know, challenges in the broader, you know, social and, and healthcare landscape. So I do think this is an environment where uh, businesses and, and CEOs in particular do have to step up to make sure that their, their views are uh, well, uh, well known in the market. And so, Aaron, as you think about some of the big issues facing Silicon Valley, specifically, as, as I'm sure, or as you may be aware, Bloomberg and others have done a lot of reporting uh, around the diversity or, or lack thereof in, in Silicon Valley companies. Is there a greater sense of urgency around Silicon Valley to fund more black entrepreneurs, to understand a little bit more about a not a perceived but an actual lack of diversity when it comes both to funding and hiring in tech companies? Yes. Yeah, so, so um, you know, this is this is something that there has uh, been a growing spotlight put on this topic over the past uh, certainly you know few years, and uh, it's been even more pronounced this year. Um, over the, the past few months, um, given the, the broader conversations around racial injustice in the, in the country, and tech is not uh, immune, uh, you know, from that that issue. Uh, if you look at the uh, representation, the uh, you know underrepresented groups getting venture capital, um, it's happening, you know, far, uh, uh, you know, far less than than proportionally should be happening. If you think about the uh, the number of people starting businesses out there, so. Um, so, you know, whether it's new entrepreneurs getting funded, whether it's, uh, you know, hiring at leadership levels of, of our organizations, I think the tech industry has uh, a huge role to play in improving the diversity of, of, of our companies and of the industry. And, um, uh, and I know that, you know, certainly a lot of companies are paying a lot more attention to this. Venture capitalists are starting to pay more attention to this, but there's so much more, I think, collectively as an ecosystem that we need to do. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. We really appreciate your time. Good to catch up with you. Come back and see us soon. Aaron Levy is the co-founder and CEO of Box, joining us on the phone from Silicon Valley. And uh, Paul Sweeney, 
man, uh, it's a different time to be running a company, it feels like. It really is. Um, it's you know always challenging, particularly in the technology space where the technology is always uh, is always changing. You need to be uh, you know creatively paranoid, I guess, to make sure that you're on the edge there. Uh, but now you've got these other issues, whether it's global trade kind of yeah. you know coming to the forefront over the last nine to twelve months, uh, to now um, you know kind of really thinking, looking inward at your organization and saying, does it really reflect the markets that I serve? Does it reflect the communities which I work? Um, is it really to the point where we're maximizing our potential here. Right. That's another thing that a CEO and a board, that's why I raised the board question. Yeah. You know, you want to make sure, and, and I heard that from David Rubenstein on many of the, his conversations. He'll ask the question, does this get board attention? Yeah. And I think that's really kind of goes to the issue for a lot of companies. No, it's a great point. And uh, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see. I, I feel like more CEOs, more boards they don't want to be on the wrong side of history. I mean, it's that yep. big. It, it feels that weighty uh, in many ways. Well, it was a weighty week, but we it made was. it. Um, really appreciate you uh, doing a, more than a double shift here. Hopefully, Carol Paul will come Sweet. back. <laughs> yeah, she'll come back. She'll come back. Okay. Next week, Alex Steele is going to be in that seat. Looking forward to having her uh, in the meantime for Paul Sweeney, the rest of the Bloomberg Business Week team. I'm Jason Kelly. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe. This is Bloomberg.